Jeez. Not much of a pre-show. I'm the only one here. Nah, everybody kicking it. And he is uh, at the zoo enjoying some well-deserved family time. Taylor's here. Taylor just got here. What's up, bro? Mm-hmm. Hey, we're live already. I thought it was going to be uh, Dave week. Yeah, usually when Dave fails us on Sunday, he's here. I love how you say that, how he like has a job so he can like you know feed and home himself. Is Stop making home? excuses for him. <laughs> yeah. He needs to have fucking priorities. You're right. Podcasts, okay? Come on the stream. Talk about comic books to hell with food and shelter. You don't need it. Oh, uh, uh, well. But yeah, this is the pre-show where we talk about what we're going to do in the show really easy for the Monday show. We're just talking about all the books coming out this week. Some of them come out today, tomorrow, Wednesday. I don't know. A book that Andy talked about yesterday, it was on his top three, actually comes out this week. Oh. So I'm not sure how he got an early copy. Uh, probably digitally. You know, one of these uh, smaller publishers that don't give a shit. You know, they'll just sell you stuff whenever. But that Animals book. That he talked about. So that looks cool. Anything cool happened to you in the 24 hours since I saw you? Pardon me, 23. I did hours. go see uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Oh, how is it? It was fine. There um, you go. It was good. an enjoy- It was Stellar It was good review. fun. You know, like I Stellar was there review. to see the Maximals because Beast Wars was how I got introduced to Transformers. Right, right. And there weren't a lot of them, but you know, they were they were cool when they were there. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't do nothing. I went grocery shopping. <laughs> Did the normal shit, you know. Cool. Well, here, I made this especially for you. Mm-hmm. Tis the season, after all. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. Give it to us, best extra ever. Now, here he comes. Bam! Best extra in cinema history. <laughs> yeah. That guy had one second to make an impact, and he fucking nailed he it. He owned it. He owned it. Yeah, I got no money. Like, if you rank, like, per the amount of time they were on screen and how much of an impact they had on me personally, that guy's, like, yeah, like, the top rank ever, you know? <laughs> Uh, greetings, geeks. Welcome back. It's another episode of This Geek and Comics Outright Geekery's comic book shit talk show. Shit talk show. I guess it's going to be the Gomer and Taylor hour. Uh, Looks we're like expecting it. AKA David to be here, but alas, he hasn't shown We've already been yet. into it. He's failing us. It's fine. He's failing us. Where? Oh, there it is. Uh, yeah, let's get right into it, y'all. It's a great week. Better than last week. Holy shit. Um, I mean, DC got a lot of books. We'll get there, but man, they're all that night terror crap. So. Uh, chat, if you see something, say something. If you want us to talk about a book that's coming out this week, we will definitely, you know, dive right into that book as best we can. And uh, these are books coming out July 5th, day after ID4, so ID5. Um, I never saw ID1 or ID2 or ID3, so I can't believe that movie made sense. I actually watched that last night, too, like as soon as the show wrapped, we put that on. And then we tried to watch the other one. Which is just utter dog shit. Anyway, uh, oh, there's Dave. Dave made it. He made Dave. it. Dave made it. You didn't fail us after all. Yeah, he's redeemed himself. Uh, but yeah, we're getting into it, Big D. 
Uh, starting at Image Comics, not for sure how long we're going to continue to start with Image Comics. Uh, if the trends mean anything, uh, the way IDW and Dark Horse got pushed off the top shelves of the Previews World website, Image might go the same way. Then everything I mean, will just be all up. Yeah, we're going to have Marvel, DC, and everyone else. This is gonna, it's just going to be in my territory, which Dynamite. is already crowded. Dynamite. <laughs> I guess we'll still have it somehow, Dynamite. some way. Dynamite puts out like 40 versions of the same book every week. If anyone should get pushed off of their own section, it's right. them. Uh, so Blood Tree, not terrible. Not really my thing, but not terrible. Uh, fuck This Place, series finale. Uh, this has already been picked up, I think, by Amazon. Maybe Netflix. One of those damn streaming services as a show. Uh, yeah, we'll see how that uh, goes there. Junk Rabbit, I lost interest in this on the first issue. I'm uh, not I'm not picking this book You weren't up, following so. it either. Yeah. No. Uh, Love it, Everlasting. It was not something that appealed to me. Yeah. Love Everlasting continues Tom King's uh, love story. Uh, it's a, Liza 45. Cartier, right? Yeah. Elsa Chartier. Chartier. Oh, oh, oh French. Monstrous. Perennial favorite. You know, just always great. Uh, no yes. one. This is the uh, number five verse book. Do what? I, no, yeah. Number five. Yeah. Number five. Uh, no, that's number four. Oh, is it number no four? One. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Phantom Road, just a fantastic book by Jeff Lemire and uh, uh, her name, uh, Gabrielle Hernandez Walta. Uh, just a whole lot of fun. It's kind of hard to explain, but it's all supernatural, awesome. And yeah. Oh, hey, Jeff, thanks for stopping by. Yes, the old pre show. You know, the show before the show. Uh, we used to do the pre show like behind the scenes before we went live just to make sure everybody was on the same page but it's it was like the best shit it was the best content so we're like we're just gonna do the pre-show every time <laughs> that's where our yeah. hottest takes were yeah that's where our hottest takes were was in the in the pre-show um one of the big releases probably the biggest release from image is swan song w maxwell prince uh continuing his uh sort of one shots like he does with uh ice cream man um it's gonna be a different artist every issue um, all about endings, uh, the end of the world, the end of a marriage, the end of a sentence. Um, just a really fun sort of. Uh, That's a really cool concept. It's a cool yeah. concept, and it sounds like something that a uh, prince here would do very well with. You know, he does yes. kind of all of the ice cream stories aren't just like you know jump scares; they're like surrealist horror, and that sounds oh like gosh, something that would yes. translate pretty well to this concept too. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Ice Cream Man is just such a damn good book. Oh, my gosh. It's just really good. The art looks great here from Martin Simmons of uh, – what's that book you did? Yeah, Department of Truth um, yeah. from James Heinian. I love that book too. So, yeah, really looking forward to this. It's very high on my list uh, this week. Uh, Torrent number five. This is weird because it's the end of the story arc. I'm not sure where else they can take this. Um, uh, there, there's sort a of, lot. Uh, it's a big universe to play in. I mean, they've basically yeah. given us a – They've basically given us a rogue superhero, but they've also given us a, a Justice League type group. Yeah, they can they explore really it with this universe. Yeah, but I'm not sure. I don't know. The spin here, like the hook, was unique, you know? Yeah. But I'm not sure just having another superhero book is something that, you know, we need on shelves. But um, I'm going to continue to read it. And I love Mark Guggenheim. You know, Greenwood's art is fantastic in this. So. Yeah, that's been a really, really uh, fun series. Yeah, this this is, uh, I want to see where this is going because last issue our our protagonist got depowered. 
Yeah. We're not sure how so, permanent that is. They said it was really permanent, but yeah, but she she and another that. she and another member of that Justice League type group got depowered, but she's still like she just picked up like some automatic weapons and stuff and said she's gonna yeah. finish the job. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And it, again, very cool series. Um looking forward to that. Uh Untold Tales of Fairyland's kind of a weird thing. It's a new mini series. Like, like an anthology. Yeah. Yeah, it's an anthology of a bunch of different stories from the fair, I hate the high hate Fairyland universe. It's cool, you know. It's I don't know. If you're a fan of that series, you're definitely going to want to pick this up. And considering there's a second volume of that ongoing right now, yeah, there's got to be you know some fans. Uh, Walking Dead number sixty six. It wouldn't be a week at Image without a Kirkman. So there you go. And the final book, uh, a Shaky Kane, doing art on here. Love Shaky Kane's uh, style. Uh, it's very sure Mike. It's very uh, Mike Aldred. Oh, he did Frank at Home on the Farm. Jordan Thomas. That was a damn good book. Oh yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, this might be uh, one worth picking up. Love Shaky Kane style, dude. You know, just I'm not it's, even sure how to explain it. it it's you know? kind of got like this, like uh, this uh, Mike Aldred kind of vibe to it, but there's also like like a little bit of that uh, Dave. Um, Darrow, mm. Jeff Darrow, Darrow, yeah, maybe a there, little bit. Yeah, there's a there's a vibe in there that makes me think that, yeah, like hard boiled vibe. Yeah, Darrow's I love Shaky Kane's work, and yeah, that's another good one to pick up. So yeah, pretty solid week from Image Comics. Um, a lot of you know all time fa- uh, long time favorites, and at least two new books that just look incredible. So, uh, moving on to Boom, not much there. They are selling the complete irredeemable. Which, if you have not read that, is Chef's Kiss. Mark Wade's some of Mark Wade's best superhero work, in my opinion, is. Yeah, this know, is definitely one of the better yeah, uh, Superman good. spoofs out there. Yeah. yeah well, I like, guess there's a whole lot. Yeah. Incorruptible uh, as well. You know, it's all in the same vein. Yeah, this was a companion book that came out with a uh, Irredeemable. If you only pick up one, pick up Irredeemable because Incorruptible doesn't really make a lot of sense about it. But, it doesn't. Um, it's still good, but Irredeemable is so good. way so good, better book. Yeah. It's the way better book. Uh, Fence Redemption continues the sequel to that uh, fencing drama. It's you know not bad. Grim number eleven continues that series. Mosley number five wraps that series, uh, and then another Once Upon a Time at the End of the World. Um, Jason Aaron's book that fuck no one is talking about. You know, um, I stopped reading it after issue two. I just couldn't get into it, um, which is weird. You know, usually I love everything Aaron puts out, but yeah, this one just didn't grab me. So. Awesome. Yeah, kind of a light week. Um, well, I am picking boom. that up. I am picking up uh, Once Upon a Time at the End of the World in Grim number 11. So, oh, okay, I, mean, I really enjoyed the Grim series. And I'm, yeah, I have been on a bit of a hiatus too, but... for a yeah. while. Yeah, I need to pick that back up, though. That's like about a Grim Reaper who like goes rogue almost, you know? Um, kind of. Kind well, she she, she learns, she she, fig- she doesn't know. How she died, and she's that's how it was started. Was she was trying to figure out how she died, and the adventure yeah. pretty much took her to meet the original Grim Reaper, who is basically living under house arrest in Las Vegas. Yes, and then they go to some concert, and basic, and everybody ends up being able to be a Grim Reaper for some reason. Yeah, so pretty good book. Uh, yeah, but kind of a light week from Boom. Now moving on to DC, they have a shit ton of books out. Good news. The bad news is they're all night terrors. 
for the most yeah. part. Yeah. We do get adventures of uh, Superman John Kent. Been loving this book, the revisit to the Injustice series from Tom King. Um, yeah, this has been spectacular. This has been a whole, whole lot of fun. Can't wait for more. Hopefully they let Tom Taylor get back to this again and again and again. Oh, Taylor. Well, oh, I don't know. Taylor? I feel like maybe oh, good, good. I feel like I'm of two minds there. Yes, Tom Taylor absolutely crushes it with the character, but you also mm-hmm. kind of want to see the character grow beyond just Tom Taylor. Like you want somebody mm-hmm. else to be able to step up to bat and do well with the character because Tom right. Taylor will eventually stop writing for the character and you want right. some you want the character to be able to survive with, you know, someone else writing them. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Valid point, especially in this medium, you know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, a lot of uh, variant covers for that. They even got a one in fifty, like weird foil variant. I don't even get it. Uh, but anyway, moving on. Uh, again, there are a ton of these five dollar Night Terror books. We got Night yeah, Terror's is... Batman with a shit ton. I'm of probably variants. gonna. I, I think I'm probably gonna skip DC this week. I'm skipping all of the Night Terror stuff, dude. There's no the, way. The only book, unless the I only hear book... something like a good review, then yeah, maybe I'll check it out. But but even then, that might be too late after you hear a good review. It might be off the shelves. Well, I, can find, I can find a digital. I can find a digital copy. But Black Adam's getting a Night Terrors book. Uh, a book called Night Terrors First Blood, which is just a one shot, which I think is kind of like. Um, one of I was the hoping books. it was uh, Night Terrors with Rambo, but I assume not. No, no. <laughs> uh, which would be fucking great. Uh, yeah, a nice blank cover variant for that. Um, but yeah, a whole lot of covers for that. And then we get a Night Terror's Joker. And then we get a Night Terror's Poison Ivy. Yeah. Uh, and then we get a Night Terror's Ravager. Really? Ravager? 42, 42 books under this event. Yeah. And I, yeah. it looks like half of them are coming out this week. Yeah, that checklist was pretty overwhelming, but it's amazing. It seems yeah. like are they just doing like the Bat Family this week, and they're gonna do like Superman next week or something like that? Because oh, I, I feel have like no it idea. was covering everyone. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. It definitely feels like that. Even though Ravager, I'm not sure if Ravager sort of fits in with the, the eh, more so than any yeah. of the other major DC sure. characters. Yeah, I want to count yeah. her as part of the Bat Family, but she wasn't that Robin book, so there's that. At yeah, least. true, true, true. So, yeah, I'm not sure what to think about this Night Terrors thing. I'm waiting on the reviews to see if it's actually worth picking up. So, there you go. There's your Night Terrors for the week. Greatest Adventure, number 80, gets a facsimile. Uh, I'm not sure why this is. Oh, it's the first appearance of Doom Patrol. Oh, okay, okay. First appearance of Doom Patrol. That's, That's the bit of comic book history I did not know. I wasn't sure what yeah. this was, what was historical about this. Right. Uh, Peacemaker tries hard number three halfway through that series uh, and then Steelworks number two a book I'm definitely looking forward to I like Michael Dorn writing that first issue I had a great time with it um, so yeah we'll see what happens here um, yeah I had a really good time with that first issue so I'm anxious to read issue number two go Michael Dorn write more comics Worf write more comics hmm. uh, cool moving on to House of Ideas uh just like we said yesterday, we are getting a Captain America number 750. A uh, whole, whole lot of creators on this. I mean, they're bringing back everybody. You know, Lansing Kelly, Williams, Mateus, Jurgen Ziegler, uh, Gail Simone, you know, and then R.B. Silva, Carbon Canera, uh, Stott, Pacelli, Williams, Daniel Acuna. I mean, and it's hard to even show the art for this because it's like, damn, 
there's like five different artists, you know, what are we actually looking at? But that looks like uh, uh, a Carnero, Car Car Carmen Carnero art there. But yeah, it looks fucking fantastic. Uh, Cass has been hot this year uh, with the whole Cold War event and having two ongoings. Both of those seem to be done now. We are getting the series from, uh, what's his name? Shit, just my mind. I don't know. I don't, anyway, there's going to be some good stuff. Whole, whole lot of covers. Uh, they do have these uh, that I wanted to point out. John Cassidy has a blue variant, a red variant, and a white variant. All the same color, just with a little bit of different tone in the back. Well, that's appropriate for this week. Yeah, that's kind of rad. And that's for the character. Rad. You know, yeah, this is yeah. a good week to do your big, like, milestone Captain America issue. Exactly. July 4th week, yes. For sure. For sure. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, Captain Marvel Dark Tempest. Uh, I'm not sure we needed another Captain Marvel book so soon after the last one. Uh, and Innocenti and Paola Vianelli are doing the book, though, so... Uh, it should be good. And, man, this Jen Bartel uh, Hellfire Gala cover is awesome. Man, it's gorgeous. Yep. Man, it's I hope probably, I can of all the Of all the Captain Marvel covers this week, that's probably the best one. Yeah, and there's plenty of them for this Dark Tempest. If they ever stop doing the Hellfire one, Gala, I am going to miss all the, like, fashion showcases, you know? It's, it's all about the fashion. Yeah, it is all about the fashion. I don't give a shit what goes on in the book, except for that one time they terraformed Mars in, like, six pages. But... Yes, it's fucking rad. Fucking rad. Uh, moving on. Gives cosplayers something to do. Right, right. I mean, they're really going all out this year at San Diego Comic Con. Like, they're having a Hellfire Gala where they want people to dress up in fancy cosplay, which is such a cool idea. Um, Steve Scrooge's back for the final issue of Clobber in Time. This has been such a great little series, you know, one of the best of the year um, in terms of miniseries. Just a shit ton of fun, amazing art, just hanging out with Ben Grimm, doing just adventurous shit. It's been really cool. Uh, Daredevil number 13. This is Matt Murdock in hell, right? Didn't he kill himself yeah. last issue? Um, last issue, he uh, he did. He uh, killed himself near a mystical cave that drags your soul to hell, and so he's going to go <laughs> beat up the devil, I guess. Mephisto. That's so rad. <laughs> I mean, literally, that's what he's there to do, yes. Man, this has been such a fun run. It is getting close to the end, and wow, Chip is just wild, dude. That's just a wild thing to do. Um, but yeah, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Uh, Doctor Strange number five continues that. Edge of Spider-Verse wraps with uh, issue number four. Uh, Extreme Venomverse. We're almost through the Summer of Symbiotes, even though it feels like we've been here forever. It does get a Peach Moko cover, but it's Venom, so it's like just okay. It's like Venom and Flowers. It like makes no fucking sense at all. It doesn't, it's cool but it is, it's cool, yeah. yeah. It doesn't make any sense. But yeah, it's dope. It looks great. Uh, Fantastic Born number nine. Yes, this looks a whole, like a whole lot of fun. Uh, the whole series has been great so far. Uh, Ryan North just doing these sort of slice of life science fiction stories and just finding a perfect balance, you know, between this being a first family and this being the first superhero team uh, at, at Marvel. A lot of respect, a lot of reverence, but also a shit ton of fun and just all these cute little things that he does with with everything. It's been so cool. Yeah. Uh, Art is long and life is short. That's a Hippocrates quote. Just FYI. Uh, this is for... actually 
you're welcome. dipping into the culture for us there. You're welcome. This one's actually a bit out of turn for what Ryan North has been doing with this series. Most of them have been sort of standalone issues. There yeah, is most a story of, going on. There's been but, a handful of like yeah. things that carry over between issues, but for the most part, yeah, they have been uh, self-contained stories each issue. Yeah, but this one is a direct continuation of the last issue where Reed and and Ben were sort of like brainwashed by a guy who can just make everybody forget about stuff. And again, yeah, it's deep um, sci-fi, deep sci-fi. Yeah, Sue and Alicia are the only ones who remember the world as it should be. Like it's it was kind of funny, even like jo- Johnny was like, "Who are Ben and uh, Reed?" He's like, "So why do you think we they call us the Fantastic Four? Well, yeah, yeah, it's you, me, Alicia. I'm blind. Yeah, so you, me, Alicia, and Flamo, <laughs> and like his like little yes. flame puppet thing that he has. It's so weird. It's directly stolen from Iceman, which I love that too. But yeah, that that's that's really fun. Uh, I love the solicit here at the very bottom: a meditation on the nature of art itself. That just sounds so great. Ryan North is killing it. Very excited to uh, to get my hands on that one. Uh, Incredible Hulk 180 facsimile edition. Anyone know the importance of Hulk 180? I mean, I believe that is the first appearance of no, the that 181 is the first appearance. 181 is Wolverine. Is this the first appearance of Wendigo or something like that? No, 181 is the first full appearance of Wolverine. Hulk oh, 180 is cameo, the first he pops cliffhanger up appearance of okay. Wolverine, and they do separate those. You know, they all the all the collectors do consider 181 his first issue, but technically. He shows up on the last page of Hulk 180. So there you go. We know all the stupid shit. Uh, Spider-Man number 10 continues that series. Uh, and then a couple of Star Wars books. Uh, issue number 36 is out. Yoda number 9 is out. And they are collecting Hidden Empire. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, Thor Annual comes out. Thor has been really weird because it's going from Johnny Cates to Goran Turbach or Torin Gorbach or whatever. Um, but this annual is written by Jackson Lansing and Colin Kelly. With well, that just piques my interest. Me too. With some of the grittiest, grimiest art ever from Ibrahim Robertson. I just love his little gritty, grimy style for these characters. Here's a shot of Thor from the back, but oh, it looks so great with the cape blowing in the wind. Yeah, fantastic art here. Um, and we also meet a new character called Mythos. Which is Modok with cosmic powers. But I hate Modok. Modok sucks. Modok is an inherently ridiculous character, but they do occasionally do some fun stuff with this. this I mean, uh, like one of those, yeah. Lansing and Kelly had a pretty cool appearance by a kind of mental psychic Modok from uh, the Captain yeah. America run here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this could be fun. I mean, I'll maybe I'm just eager to read a Thor book for the first time in a while, but yeah, I'll probably check this out. Yeah. There's a lot of other stuff from Marvel that we still have to get to, but yeah, that is a $5 hit for that one. Just FYI. Mm. Um, George Perez getting another cover, which is just wild to me. Uh, Anyway, uh, Venom 22 continues that run. And again, the summer of symbiotes Uh, X-Men 24. Tell me what is so special about X-Men 24. It's the return of Pogger Pog. The breakout character from the uh, X of Swords, Ten of Swords. He was definitely the most memorable guy from the opponent's team. Yeah, he was fucking great. He's hired for the dirtiest of jobs. A deadly mercenary comes crashing into the X-Men right at their most vulnerable moment. But not just any mercenary. Finally, the the breakout fan favorite of Ten of Swords, Fogger Pog, returns. So 
Yeah, Gary. Duggan we found out in uh, Ten of Swords that he's actually kind of got like a, a Wizard of Oz thing going on, where like yeah. the giant crocodile is just like this. It's his quote unquote sword that he uses. Yeah, like the actual yeah. Pogger pogs this little like gremlin thing inside. Yeah, so fucking cool. Love that guy. Uh, glad to see him come back. Um, but then we get another five dollar hit: X Men Before the Fall, Sinister Four, number one. Um, of course, it's Kieran Gillen, you know, the guy who's basically winding down, you know, the X-Men's uh, Krakoan age. Uh, Paco Medina doing the art. That's a win. Um, but we know who the Sinister Four are. It's the four Mr. Sinisters. Um, and I guess one of them is a Miss Sinister. But, uh, yeah, I'm anxious to see where this goes because it's all building up to the Hellfire Gala, which will wrap down the Krakoan age. And I've enjoyed the Krakoan age a whole, whole lot. Uh, it felt like it kind of got the rug pulled out from under it a little bit with contracts and shit like that, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So yeah, that's it for Marvel. I think uh, uh, Captain America 750 has the, is the one I'm most intrigued about, but man, I don't know. It's $8. You know, it's going to be double size, but man, I don't know if I can justify that, especially on a week like this, man. There's a lot of damn good books coming out. Uh, Dynamite doesn't have much. Uh, their Disney villains thing continues with Maleficent number three. It does get a dope Jay Lee cover, though. Perfect yeah, for drawing Maleficent. Cool. Yeah, he's perfect for drawing Maleficent. Um, uh, we do get a Draculina book, and we get Gargoyles number seven. Gargoyles number seven. Probably yeah. most interesting book in the selection from Dynamite. Well, I mean, good for Dynamite to be taking advantage of the Disney properties. They are really, you know making their mark it's not a big mark it's a small well, it's, mark. it's these disney properties that we haven't seen used in a while right there right, hasn't been sure, like any sure. any new dark horse or dark wing duck or gargoyles in like 20 years yeah these, uh, are, these are properties that, that but yeah these are properties that have been set on you know the i think the the last dark wing duck thing was that chip and dale movie that come out a few years ago oh that was dope though i love that yeah. Was Darkwing uh, Duck in that? He had a cameo. Yeah, he has a cameo. Yeah, I actually don't cameo. remember that. Huh. He's watching it again. End. It's worth watching I, again. I've seen it. Yeah. I love it. It's fantastic. Sometimes we just pop it on for background. You know? I, mean, I, I enjoyed it. It was fine. I just yeah. I did not remember Darkwing Duck being in there. It's yeah. like it's like a I'm lot expecting, of cool. I'm kind of expecting like Dynamite to start doing like a tailspin. Oh, I, I would read that. They should do like no, an updated one. They should do like an updated version. I, I, I've always, I, I always liked Tailspin because it was like an animated version of Tales of the Golden Monkey. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. I always saw it as Air America. Remember that movie Air America with Robert Downey Jr. I think, and uh, what's his name from uh, Lethal Weapon? Yeah, uh, remember his name. Anyway, Danny they're Glover. like Danny Glover. No, I think it's the other guy. I think it's Danny Glover. No, no, I know who Danny Glover is, but he had a partner in that, and I think that he was Mel the guy. Gibson? Who was in, yes, Mel Gibson. Wait, uh, Mel Gibson was the guy from Lethal Weapon? You couldn't remember? I couldn't remember his name. I couldn't okay. remember his name, no. <laughs> anyway, uh, f- uh, finishing off over at uh, Dynamite Kong, The Great War, number two. Now, this is Kong based on the 1933 movie. That's correct. Yes, yeah. it's not a new thing. It's not a MonsterVerse sort of thing. It's based on the old movie. From back in the day, not even the Jeff Bridges. Why? How do I remember the Jeff Bridges name and not Mel Gibson? But anyway, uh, yeah, it's Kong. It's cool. The first issue it, was pretty good. Yeah, the first issue was pretty good at that. Yeah. 
All right, and the rest, including Dark Horse and uh, IDW, which we will be mentioning. So we are in Dave's territory with the rest of the uh, books, but I'm going to just cut me off, Dave, if you get to something. Okay, well, start first, animals. that's the, actually my very first pick is animals. Awesome. This was actually uh, Andy's book pick for like number one yesterday on the show we have on Sundays. And uh, yeah, he said he loved this shit. It was fantastic. I don't not. I guess he got an early digital copy from like straight from the publisher. Good yeah. for him. But uh, yeah, I, I, I want to read this. I definitely want to um, check this out. Animals are turning. It, it's uh, that here recent trope that we've had where animals are turning on people. Uh, but yeah. they put a horror element to it. The book. Yeah, aftershocks what was, animals. What was that after? Uh, uh, no, what was that book they had? I know Remember what they you're had talking about. And it was like this girl had like her dog companion and they were like fighting off animals and shit. That book was dope. Was it? I remember. No, I, remember. I, I, I can't remember the name of it. It's, yeah. Well, you can, we'll look it up later. We'll but they've got like they, in the description, they're talking about like an undead deer, undead elk attacking people, a bear that's really smart, like Yogi Bear, apparently yeah. is like viciously going after people's picnic baskets. And <laughs> yeah, by picnic baskets, so I mean your people. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds so cool. Hey, boo-boo. I'm going hey, to eat this boo. person. Uh, uh, well, all right, go ahead. And then um, I'll stop. Barnstormers? Uh, well, I was going to just briefly mention The Ancient Enemy, uh, The Greater Good, number one, which is from the Frank Miller books. They oh, are hit okay. and miss yeah. for me. I I've picked up a few. Some of them have been good, and some of them have been kind of shitty. Hmm. So <laughs> I'm, this I'm not a by Dan Didio of DC yeah. fame, longtime DC guy. But uh, I'm kind of on the fence about this. I may or may not pick it up, but I was going to mention it because, uh, cool, like cool. I said, I've had some good and bad experiences. But yes, my next book after that is Barnstormers. This is Scott Snyder, Tula Lote. Uh, I've actually had a chance to already read this. This comes off of the uh, the shit that he did for Comicsology. That Scott Snyder had his deal with Comicsology, which yeah, is a lot no of his, a, a lot of his Comicsology stuff is coming to Dark Horse. Yeah, all of it is. Yeah, that, all of it. That is. clear, I believe it was called. Yeah, yeah. Clear. It's already out. I think. I think that's. Yeah, it's pretty out. good. It's really. Yeah, good. it's great, dude. It's great. Uh, but this is exactly what it sounds like. It is a uh, nineteen eighteen early days of barnstorming where pilots like competed in like air show style maneuvers and shit like that with these you know bi wing planes and things like that. So yeah, this looks dope, man. This looks dope. This is this is this is it a really. Is I've already read it. It's awesome. <laughs> it's really it's, fun. It's a it's it's uh way different than your t uh, cape and tight superhero stuff. So you know. Oh yeah, is, it's not that at all. It's going to be. It's like more like rocketeer, piece. like high adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. let's see. The next book. So on a lot of my, different variants for that too. The next book that I I just want to briefly and there's yeah there's a lot of variants for that is um yeah. Doctor Who Doomsday. Uh, this is like doom. a, yeah cool yeah this is this is a tie into the doomsday event that's going on for like the 60th anniversary of uh -huh. doctor who so uh this, right this, right the character if i could just bring up the writer here it's yeah go ahead i'm sorry i i yeah, feel like Jody we're Houser. out of sync with our with the yeah so jody hauser i say it all the time picks up these stupid little one shot or or like tie-ins to things star wars anthology books stranger things anthology books and just nails them every fucking time just obliterates it just makes it so fucking fun 
I'm not even following the Doomsday event on the actual Doctor Who show, but I'm definitely reading this. Yeah, well, this character, this, this this character that they have is the character that was created specifically for Doomsday, and this is like a time traveler that's trying to find the Doctor, and right. apparently is going to run into Missy, which is the the uh, regenerated female version of the Master. Oh, so, fun! Yeah, a lot of a lot of Doctor Who lore going on in here. <laughs> awesome. Um, my next book that I've got, unless you've got something on, uh, uh-huh. is E-Junkie. Right, right. Uh, I'm not sure anything about this. It's Scout Comics. I Nicholas Tana, Kyle uh, Feinrich are, is the one uh, doing the creative stuff on this. Yeah, but it's got a Derek art. Robertson cover. And, man, I love Derek Robertson. Um, I'm not sure it's enough for me to pick up. The book just um, based on on Robertson doing the cover, but alas, uh, basically it's uh, adrenaline junkies chasing after the next high, and then they the get, next thrill. Yeah, and then they get pulled into a clandestine government organization that wants to use them to bring down the drug dealers. Sounds or something like, like uh, that. Sounds like Triple X. Something like that. Yeah, yeah it's all about family movie. Man, don't be crossing up our Vin Diesel movies. Triple X ain't about family. Oh, you're right. <laughs> uh, next book on the that uh, I was going to mention Hairball? is... Uh, I wasn't going to mention Hairball, but you can mention Hairball. Yeah, I love Hairball. It's about a cat who's also kind of like a demon and the little girl who's trying to stop the cat from destroying her world. Um, meanwhile, the cat kind of wants to just help her and be cool with her, but it's so also it's, kind of driving her crazy. It's Lilo and Stitch. It's Lilo and Stitch if, if if Stitch wasn't an alien and it was like a horrible demon in disguise. Yes. Uh, uh, Gun Honey, the new Gun Honey book, Heat Seeker. Uh, I mean, it it's like James Bond, but with a hot chick, and it's fucking amazing. It's really a lot of fun. I read this weeks ago, you know, when they sent out a preview copy. And yes, it's quite good. It's quite good. Right. Uh, next book. Oh, if I passed it. No, uh, Magician's Rabbit. Number one oh. from Scout Comics. Okay. Uh, All right. The, uh, the description kind of reminds me of um, AI, you know, with Haley Joe Osment. Oh, okay. In a post-apocalyptic yeah. world where humanity has embraced robotic bodies to survive, one such robot begins to doubt his thoughts are really his own. Rabbit Robot 0045 is approached by a mysterious stranger known as the Magician, who begins an investigation towards a horrible truth that Rabbit could never have imagined. Perhaps this world is even more sinister than it seems. Yeah, that does sound good. The writer and artist on this is a guy named Agent Dunstone. I have no idea. There's no way that's his real name. No. If your parents named you Agent... It's kind of weird. Yeah, it is. It's kind of weird. I think in New Zealand, you aren't allowed to name your kid like agent or judge or anything else. It's like a title. Oh. <laughs> judge oh, Reinhold wow. would not be welcome judge in Reinhold. New Zealand. My name it's is fun judge. to go look at. Every year, Like New Zealand puts out a list of names that were like not allowed because apparently can, they can do that in New Zealand. Oh, wow. That's cool. It's fun to look at. Check it out. I will. Uh, what else you got? Uh, the next... The next one is North Valley Grimoire number two, which is that James yeah, Bond meets really the like magician. This first order. I, I really liked it, so I'm going to see what yeah, where it's Blake Northcutt, Giuseppe Cafaro. Yeah, it's Spycraft meets Spellcraft. Uh, yeah. Basically, that's all you need to know. 
Good one. Uh, perennial favorite of mine, the Parker Girls. Well, anything with Terry Moore. Yeah. Really. Anything Terry Moore does. I mean, look at that cover. It's just it's so cute. Yeah. I mean, that is such a cute cover. That's so great. Terry Moore is awesome. Just a gem. Just awesome. Awesome. Uh, yes, next. Uh, do you want to talk about the Star Trek ones? Because uh, I'm going to leap oh, past you know them. I do. Yep. You know I do. Star Trek Defiant number five. Yeah, number five. Christopher Cantwell, Angel Unzueta. Look who it is. It's what's her name. Tasha Yar's weird time travel daughter um, shows up. Um, man, she's so fun. This book just does – this one and the, the Star Trek book, the main you know flagship title. Just so fun, leaning into nostalgia in just the best way, but also being just quintessential, quintessential Trek in the way that it delivers its stories. Um, just so much fucking fun, dude. I'm having such a great time with that. The other Star Trek book out this week is Deep Space Nine, Dog of War, number four. Uh, this is actually taking place in the middle of a Deep Space Nine season that has already ended. Um, just before the Dominion War, I believe... So if it was before the Dominion War, it. it would be yeah. it would be the fifth season, maybe because the sixth and seventh season Man. really del delved into the Dominion War. Yeah, it went deep. So this is Mike Chen and Angel Hernandez. A really, really fun book. Uh, it means nothing. Nothing is going on. Well, I'm that sure they're jumping out of the Dominion War because that was a big part of uh, the most recent season of Picard. Right, the Changelings. Yeah, hanging out. Right, mm. right. Yeah, good call there. Um, Sweet Downfall? That is actually, uh, well, I was going to mention Survival, number three, the book from Dark oh, okay. Horse. Uh, it has yes. become uh, yes. 30 Days of Night. We have yeah. vampires. It became vampires. I don't know where. We did, not, we did not find that. We did not find that out until like late in the second issue. But in the first issue yeah. is basically these Russian guys are just shooting up people in Alaska. And then the next issue, we have vampires. And now we have more vampires. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it a wild, it's a wild, wild book, dude. It is yes. a wild fucking book. Um, uh, but then yeah, Stefano Cordicelli uh doing the writing and the art on a book from Scout called Sweet Downfall. Mm -hmm. Uh Johnny is an old model crash test dummy who's been repurposed as a hitman for the Don Vito Coriachi of sprawling ocean-bound city-state Santa Clara City. What did you say? What? <laughs> say that three I'm times sold. fast. Sold. Soul yeah. that sounds um, so big and dumb and stupid, and the art style on this cover—if it's anything like what's inside—yeah, it's going to be a dope ride. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Remember back in the '90s, a book called *Scud: The Disposable Assassin*. I do remember *Scud: The Disposable Assassin*. This kind of reminds me of that. <laughs> it does. Yes. Yeah. It was *Expendables* like before *Expendables*. Yeah, but he was like he—he yeah. he was an assa uh, disposable assassin that decided that he didn't want to be an assassin anymore, but everybody come after him. So, yeah. yeah, very yeah, good. Book. It was um, the next book actually is just from is a little bit of a slice of life called Thanks Romana. Yeah, Romina? Thanks, I, think, I think it's Romina. I think it's Romina. This is uh, uh, Julie Speziani doing the writing and the art. Got this great SE case cover here. Um, but yeah, after an unpaid internship upon graduating from college, young Latina Romina starts a job as an account coordinator at Lockroy Post, a television post-production house, but her first day feels like an unmitigated disaster. No office. The team is dealing with server issues, deadlines. Um, yet her coworker, 
who is supposed to show her the ropes, keeps foisting paperwork on her rather than lending her help. Uh, again, it does. It seems like just this straightforward sort of slice of life sort of thing about how terrible it is to have a job. And I can't wait to read that. Because <laughs> it is. It sucks. Um, uh, Pink Elephant? Uh, actually, that was... Uh... That wasn't the next book I was going to mention, but uh, it is wow, on my really? list. Yeah, I actually had is a lot. Is it Andy Pliskin today. with Benson Chin? Yeah, dude, it's a big uh, indie week, man. Yeah, it's. Um, but yeah, yeah that but, looks like a lot of fun, especially in the art style. Yeah, it's. Do you it, want to talk about is, the edge? No, I wasn't going to talk about the edge. I was actually going to talk about. Oh. Uh, uh, but yeah, I was going to mention Pink Elephant, but it, it's kind of reading like a horror anthology, kind of. Yes. So that's yes, that's got me. That's got my interest peaked. Um, I don't know if the shop is going to get this necessarily, but Thorn number one. Yeah, this seems odd. I don't think they are going to get it. This is American Mythologies. No, Advent. Advent, Advent comics. Yeah. It's Travis Hill and Mark Pate. Um, when harm done to the community of Rosebush Heights comes to the hands of law enforcement, city officials, and other legal channels, a mass vigilante rises up to push back against the government. Uh, yeah, I love that shit. That sounds awesome yeah sounds like sounds like batman who takes on the cops instead of the criminals yeah you know citizen superhero yeah um and then the last cool. book i have pulled up here is um called under the influence yeah i saw this too uh i'm not sure about this one it's elliot ray hall who i like he actually did a book with donny cates very early on in donny cates career um about uh truck driving about like a ghost truck driver thing yeah that, that i remember that series it yeah. was very well done very well done uh stefano uh simeone is doing the art um it's from mad cave a teenage sociopath paul kozak has accidentally created an internet cult called the hot dog party when a prank turns deadly the fbi sends in an undercover agent to investigate and infiltrate their ranks now uh this uh, agent battles against real stakes fake news and memes in a character-driven story about power structures and the communities you build. Uh, that sounds really cool, dude. I mean, it sounds like a lot of fun. The art yeah. looks pretty good in it, you know. And it's kind of topical. Yes, it's of course. Yeah, right. Very topical, very topical. Uh, yeah, excellent choice there. Uh, if I can also mention, another book. Uh, if I can mention real quick, TMNT Armageddon Game number eight. I am so tired of this series. I am so tired of this damn event. Please stop it with this event. Damn it. It has been this, fun. this should have been over. This should have been over it, four yeah. issues ago. It has not been fun. It's just been no. so boring. No, I, I have I have dropped so the Armageddon game and I've just gone back to reading like the straight just ongoing series because I can't take any yeah. more of the Armageddon game. Yeah. Because the, the, the ongoing bad, series is so much better right now. It's so so much better. Um all right, you said you had one more? Uh no, that was the last one. Oh, cool, cool. That that, uh, that was holy it. shit, holy shit! There are a lot of damn books coming out this week. Yeah. I'm not even sure which one you know is at the top of my list this week. X Men, Parker Pog coming back for sure. Um, um, I'm looking forward to the uh, Sinister Four as well as like you know old reliables like out. Fantastic Four out. and uh, the only DC book I'm probably gonna get is the uh, John Kent book. The only yeah. DC book I'm gonna get is Peacemaker. <laughs> I'm oh yeah, you're gonna read the, the entire, Peacemaker book. Yeah, I'm gonna skip the entire Night Terror. Save you some yeah, money and get I'm some of these independent too, books. Yeah, I think I'm gonna uh, skip that too, man. Maybe if it was closer to Halloween, I might be interested. But nah. well, they're Clobber doing it now so we can all be five? collected. 
for Halloween. Mm, maybe. You know what I mean? They want to collect it. In the yeah, that makes months. sense. Yeah. Swan Songs number one from Prince uh, is going to be amazing. Weird work. Um, what was the one you just said before that one? Clobbering time. Oh, clobbering time. Yeah, that's always a fun time. Clobbering time. That'll finish out that series. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That'll be a lot of yeah. fun. Torrent, yeah. Torrent. I like. I want to see where this. I want to see how this ends. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it. obviously continuing, but I mean, I don't know where the hell they're gonna go in the next issue. Um. Uh, but yeah, there is a lot of damn good books on sale oh, this week, man. Crap! They do have a Daro cover. Weird work has a Daro cover. Which book? Weird work has a Jeff has a Dave Darrow cover. Jeff Darrow. Uh, it says D Darrow, right? Well, then it's not Jeff it's... Darrow. Yeah. Let me look here. Must be a different guy. It's Jeff Darrow. I just yeah. Oh no no, it is Jeff Darrow. It is it's Jeff just covered cover D. It's co- is Jeff Darrow. Yeah, A B C D cover. Yeah. But yeah, oh, okay. it's Jeff Darrow. Yeah. Jeff Darrow. Oh yeah, that's that. Jeff. Definitely Jeff Darrow's work. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I want for that. Sure. I want that yeah. cover. So yeah, man, so many good books coming out this week. Man, it's awesome. Happy fourth, everybody. Um, we want to thank y'all for hanging out. America. We really appreciate it. Happy birthday, America. Fuck it, England. Go to work tomorrow. Um, nah, anyway, <laughs> if you like what we're doing, check out what the bullies <laughs> are doing. Leroy and Eli uh, did a show last night. I still haven't gotten a chance to listen to it, but. Um, if you want to find out more about their pop culture show, including comic books that they talk about, go to OutrightKeeker.com. we got links to all the stuff the bullies are doing, all the stuff that we're doing. Um, again, if you really liked what we did tonight, come back Sunday. We're going to talk about all of these books and more. Hopefully, we get a whole lot of news. Uh, Taylor's going to at least talk about Beast Wars a little bit. Hopefully, he talks about Indiana Jones. We'll see I'll how that goes. probably see Indy before Sunday, yeah. We'll see how that goes. Um I'll talk about Strange New Worlds again. We'll talk about Secret Invasion's new latest episode, all the comic news. So, yeah, please come back and hang out. Uh, Jeff bowing out. Thank you, Jeff. For happy 4th, out. Jeff. Yeah, you have a happy 4th, too. Um, again, everybody, thanks for hanging out. Most of all, thanks to these Jokers for hanging out with this Joker. Always fun. We're going to do it again next time. Same geek time, same geek channel. I think uh, they started doing the same deep time on a different register.